Alright, race eight. Here we go. This is the big one. It's the group one. $1.5 million drum and golf northerly stakes. Um, for the weight for age over 1,800 metres, the first running of the Northerly Stakes previously known, well, has had a, a whole heap of different names this particular race, but for quite for quite a long time, I think it was 12 or 13 years, it was the Kingston Town Classic. But the, the race has been has been rebadged as the Northerly Stakes to honour the mighty fighting tiger, Northerly, and what a, um, what a champion he was for not only on the track but also for west australian racing in general you got to remember that i guess it, well in my lifetime anyway there was placid arc who went across to victoria and won group ones multiple group ones and was the best horse in the country um for two seasons i suppose in the in well, i suppose it was 86 87 88 around there but we didn't we haven't we didn't really have a horse that could go over to Melbourne and you know and be dominant at weight for age in the in the classic middle distance range and it, for Northerly to come across to, to to emerge from obscurity really I think he won a railway stakes at his fifth race start or something like that it was incredible um, to go over there and just be just this dominant Group One horse which is something we hadn't witnessed I suppose since Aquanita I think Aquanita was like early sixties. From a West Australian point of view, and I think the beauty of the Northerly story was that he was West Australian bred, West Australian owned, and that he he wore the West Australian colours as well, the Oakland Park uh, gold and black. And for him um, to be honoured um, with this Group One, and um, you know, for, and it's just incredible, and uh, it's tremendous for the uh, for the Fighting Tiger and for for West Australian racing that one of our Group Ones honors our best horse i think and he's a he's a hall of famer and he deserves his position as our as our greatest export so far the mighty northerly so congratulations to oakland park and the duncans and the kersleys and everyone involved and they've got a tremendous honor with the northerly stakes to be run this saturday so getting into the form of the race We've got any Nordleys in here? Well, Cascadians are right. Yeah, Cascadians are <laughs> bloody good horses. I just want to apologise as well to someone. I um someone asked me a while ago, should I back it when they heard it was coming? And I, I just don't know the Eastern States form. So I said, oh, all I said is we've got a couple of good three year olds that are going to head that way, and they tend to dominate the race. I didn't think, don't think they took the eleven bucks. Didn't listen to me, so just want to apologise to that person. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't know the Eastern States form. And I saw it as well. It's one five point six million. I thought, fuck, I should know that. Horse. <laughs> did he? Did he ask you that during the month of November? <laughs> He did, yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. November, honestly. What a month. What a month. I usually love November as well. Cascadian. Fuck, fuck it's, November. It's, it's great. Uh, good often support our Pinnacles Racing Carnival as much as they do and, and consistently have done. And a horse, the calibre of Cascadian, 5.6 million, 10 wins, 43 starts, a just a roll gold group one horse. Um, I just wish James Cummings would say more in his interviews so we knew more about the horse. I wish he'd keep going. I love listening to James Cummings. Uh, I don't. You don't? No. Really? That's fluff, I reckon. Mate, you're a hard man to please. Very yeah. hard man to please. I was talking last week. What, what we were discussing what, it last what night. Do he, you want? he says a lot without saying anything, which is fine. I'm, I'm being harsh. This is something you should say in a private conversation on the podcast, I reckon. <laughs> that sounds like I'm actually being harsh. It's unnecessary. So, hang on. You're, I was going to try, like, try and get him on today. You don't like trainers saying little. 
you don't like them rolling out cliches, <laughs> and then you don't like them talking too uh, much. So what do you like? What do you, 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 you like? Mitchie Mitch just tells you he just he just declares, or he, he just doesn't, or he just I don't know. Nah, it's, it's he's good. He's been he's been great for the carnival. I, I really um I love them coming over. So it's tremendous. I, I love him, I love them coming over. <laughs> <laughs> How is it though? We don't, we don't see many 117 riders. <laughs> Isn't Rare. that that's something, isn't it? Rare. Isn't that something? Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, 117. That's um, I think James Cummings is a tremendous ambassador for racing. No, no, he I, is, I know he's got. He I know he's got probably the best gig in racing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like that is a that is. But he oh. for him to be. Can we delete what I just said? I, mean, <laughs> no, I, 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 just, it's, I wasn't actually trying to poverty him. I just. No, I know. I know exactly what you're saying. Thank you, Lake. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah, yeah. but he's. He gets a microphone put in front of him. He's not West Australian. He doesn't know anything about yeah. the – well, he, he, he shouldn't um, be in-depth with his understanding of the our feature race and all that, but he is. Like, he's well-versed. I was well impressed with that. He actually said, well, obviously, the 1,800-metre start the war. I was like, geez, that's impressive that you know that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you – because that's, yeah, little bits and pieces like that you wouldn't um, – you wouldn't expect him to just be able to roll off the tongue. But, and um, to be in charge of an operation that large mm. and with that scope and still be plugged in, uh, I'm really impressed by him actually. Mm. But um, but um, anyway, Cascadian, <laughs> tremendous horse. It's a, it's it's great that he's, that he's here. Wish that more horses of, of his calibre would come across and, and contest this race. And hopefully that is something that we can build on in time to come. But as Terry mentioned, this has been historically just a race out of the box for our best three-year-olds. Their record is second to none. And we've got Amelia's Jewel, the filly, the WA Guineas winner, 50 kgs, Paddy Carberry, and Bustler with Mr. Northerly himself, Stephen Parnham. He's won four of these. He's going for his fifth win in this particular race. Um, he's, and he's, I think, three of them were on three-year-olds as well. Uh, Stevie with, uh, what's he won on? Playing God, Ips, It's a Him, and KC. So... Bustler, they ran one-two in the Guineas. He tasted defeat for the first time by Emilia's Jewel. Um, when was that? Two weeks ago. He's on the 52 kg. So both Stevie Parnham and Paddy Carberry have uh, been wasting for weeks now to ride these particular horses. Then we've got the railway winner, Tricks of the Trade, who's going to have to do it tough from gate 16. The railway stakes equal second favourite, who popped a bit in that, it's, it's fair to say. Alaskan God, can he rebound? Um, who leads? Uh, should some of the, should Bad Wolf be in this race? <laughs> There's a lot of talking points. Um, Laith, you're our guest. You're here for a reason. <laughs> Break down the northerly stakes for us, mate. Yeah, it's a fascinating one. Obviously, there's no um, speed in the race. So I had Bad Wolf searching rocks going to the top. I'm um, not exactly sure who will lead out of those two. Then I had Steinem, Treasured Star, likely tagging. Um, and then after that, it's a bit of a mess. Dom to shoot probably kicks up. Amelia's Jewel, you would think, would want to sit quite handy. Uh, won't want to get too far back on the fence. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really fascinating speed map race. Um, from that point of view, I think Cascadians may be a little bit short at the moment. Just just want to see how the track's playing. If, yep. if making ground's difficult in a slow tempo 1800 and just his dry track record as well, it's not amazing. I know he runs quite well still on dry, but he's definitely better suited with a bit of give. So, yeah, it's a really interesting one. I'm sort of with Terry with Amelia's Jewel. I, I don't think she's as good as what the boom suggests, but I've never said that. <laughs> <laughs> with with fifty kilos, she's going to be very hard to beat with the right run. I think. So, are you? Are you? How are you measuring? 
So I don't think she's. I don't think she's a hell of a lot better than our current three-year-olds. But the three-year-old crop is very good. So it's very hard to, um, yeah, to compare her to the older horses at the moment. But you can't say that all the King's Men and Saint Torio are much worse than her. Like if you swap the runs, you could swap the results. So yeah, I don't know. It's amen, sister. Are, you, are we are we falling into the trap of measuring measuring her up against a horse like Arcadia Queen though, who was just a complete people freak are doing show. that during the week. Yeah, they, they can't be doing that. I don't think. But um, not until she does it. She needs to come out and absolutely she, spank a field. You know what? This field has say Cascadian does get too far back, or some of the travelling horses don't run their best races when they're here, or it doesn't handle the, the good track. Like the way this race is set up, and you've got the three form lines. You've got Over East um, and Steinem. Looks like its figures aren't competitive weight for age race, but not willing to ride it off on speed. Um, Cascadian, so you've got the two East. You've got the Railway horses, who we we're saying that was a very low rating Railway. So maybe the Railway at weight for age is going. It's going to be difficult just on on the service for them to win. And then you've got the two three year olds. Um, so if she lands three of the fence, gets off and similar run to she got in the um, what was the twelve hundred meter race the BJ, first up in the Belgravia. Obviously, it's a different race completely but a similar type peel off and go with the 50 yeah she's she's got the potential to win this by a couple of yeah, yeah. Like, she it's, could go like a rocket yeah yep. it's 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 a it's a fascinating race it's all about speed map she's i've got her as a slight favorite she's on top for me um I, i'm not gonna back her I, i'm not gonna back her at that price i'm not gonna back cask if it's a massive off pace middle of the deck day then i might consider cascade if the rail's playing super through the fence then might consider something amelia's jewel i yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I wanted to find something like Steinem. I wanted to find something on speed that could nick mm. it, but its its figures were just – and I had to rely on its figures without having yep. Easter State's knowledge. They just weren't that competitive. Um, Treasured Star, I think, runs a real big race. Alaskan God, I thought – was flat second up last campaign. It yes, won, it yeah. won, but it beat nothing. So maybe we say that was its flat run and then it came out third up. It beat nothing third up, but it was just the way it won that race was yeah, out of So, um, yeah, so Alaskan God. They're, they're the three if you're looking for an each way play, maybe Steinem, Treasure Star or Alaskan God, but I, I do think one of the two favourites will win the race. And I'm, I genuinely think I'm not going to have a bet in a group one and I'm actually looking forward <laughs> to it. I just like want to watch a group one and just – Soak it in. Mm. Yeah, I'm the exact same. Futures bet on Alaskan God, but won't, won't be betting on the day. Yeah. Yeah. I got something on Snowdome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully he runs a good race. <laughs> if, Van, Van if, a question for you, Jerry, if Tricks of the Trade drew six like it did in the railway, mm-hmm. would you factor him in as a winning chance? Is the gate just the complete right off here? Yeah. He's going to have yeah. to come from behind or he C- might be casting Cascadian into yeah. it, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. If Tricks of the Trade wins this from 6-day and then Cole and Troy, they the next time we see their names in the race, we'll, it'll be Sir Colin Webster. And Sir <laughs> Colin <laughs> They'll get Order of Australia medals. And yeah. It'll it'll jump. It should jump 35 to 1 here. That's not a knock on the horse. So I can't knock the horse. Well, they're going to be yeah. some big prizes, isn't there? Because the Cascadian and Amelia's are going to be uh, so short on that fair. That's so. what I'm fascinated to see is because everyone wants to be on Cascadian, but everyone wants to be on Amelia's Jewel. Will, yeah. will one of them give? Will will there be a – and if like, Amelia's Jewel was absolutely walloped in the guineas, like if if we get the big Amelia's Jewel prunch, do people start considering the 420 Cascadian? Or if we get the Cascadian move into 260, do people start considering a 390 Amelia's Jewel as a bet? So – uh, I, I don't. To be honest, I, then, just, then, I just don't know. Then, I don't have a strong then, opinion. Then where, does Bustler, yeah. where does yeah. Bustler end up? Like he hasn't. I'm happy up. taking Bustler on. To be honest, um, just the barrier I, I think is is pretty cruel. And listening to their plan, it sounds difficult to yeah, find the back I, of the horse they I've, want. I've heard that. I've heard that plan. I think their plan should be 
bounce. So do I. If you one, that one, cup, yeah. Get let, mm. let Sergio if, Rocks cross you. Yeah. Yeah. And just be there. Bang. If you end up breeze, no cover, yeah. no worries. You've got 52. Yeah. I just don't mind that so much. I, I It's got good gate speed. I'd utilize it, try and get in a spot and then hope something comes around. And get, like well, exactly what you just said. Yeah. Exactly what you just said. Yeah. So. Especially with a lightweight. You're going to make advantage of that. Yeah. Well, exactly. it, yeah. I, I can't see how he's going to let down better than yep. Cascadian from, mm-hmm. from back there. What a pair in front of him. I even think with the softer tempo, not as high, potentially not as high pressure and from the better draw, I think that's going to suit Alaskan God. He can be called up uh, following maybe a treasured star who's, who's a horse we haven't spoken about yet. I thought her railway run was excellent. Probably the pick off. Yeah. Really, after um, the winner. So I think Alaskan building towards the 1800, not as searing, 1800 meter tempo, he can he can relax and get into a rhythm and have a heap of fuel left left late. And Danny, if Danny's got him right, I think you can see a top three finish from Alaskan God on Saturday. Yeah, correct. Um, but yeah, with the Bustler thing going back from from there, and I don't know if I don't know if that's the go. That's my gut feel. I think if if you posit, if you can be positive on him in a race where it doesn't look like they're going to go helter skelter, maybe. And as I said, Search Rocks comes across, gives you a bit of cover. All of a sudden, you're one one with no weight on your back and then launch from there, that that would be the recipe for success for mine. The big advantage Bustler has is one of the better pre-planning tactical jockeys in the race as yep. well. Steve will have a sort of a plan with the map and that's what Neville said earlier in the week, but Steve will sit down again, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'd be surprised if he doesn't come up with that himself. So mm. just seeing Treasure Stars about 18s into 11s, so I'm, yep. I'm a little bit disappointed to be honest, because that's the one I initially, I've got a, a basically a blanket rule. If Pikey goes up over your odds, you back him. Yep. Just take it, you don't worry about it each way. And that's what I probably should have done probably earlier in the week and I wish I acted on that now but um yeah and Amelia's jewels actually at the 345 yeah bet fairs bet price 320 cascadian so it's 113 percent market so it's already we're actually where we don't get the benefit of having a liquid market on betfair mm. to discuss on the podcast but we we aren't far from it so you, you can probably say that's that's going to be something around your mark you're going to get near 20 dollars each way alaskan god if, mm. if that's the way you want to go so um if you're willing to bet outside the two favorites you're gonna you're gonna get your price all right. All right. The first running of the northerly stakes. A, as I said in the lead up, we've got a rolled gold East Coast Group One horse in Cascadian who's done it for the last, at the highest level for the last two seasons. We've got Boom Philly, Amelia's Jewel. We've got Bustler, runner up in the WA Guineas, but took all before him prior to that. The railway stakes winner, Tricks of the Trade. The Derby winner in Alaskan God, the WA Guineas, last year's WA Guineas winner in Treasured Star. There's there's some quality there that um, that, that makes up this Group 1 Northerly Stakes, $1.5 million. So that is our preview done for that race. Mm-hmm.